This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Well, welcome to Betting Weekly Extra Time, La Liga edition. After a weekend that saw Barcelona's futures price shorten to its lowest mark of the season, Real Madrid beaten for only the second time domestically this term and our handicappers' faith in Sevilla finally justified with a minus money success at home to Hetafi. We are back with week 17 picks, a small profit last week. You're with Dan Roebuck alongside me, editor of Football Espana, Rory Barlow. Rory... Barcelona minus 215 for the title. Now, yourself and Alan have been with Barcelona throughout the season. They are as short as they've ever been. They're moving in the right direction. Massive win against Atleti. Not a straightforward win against Atleti last weekend, but nevertheless, huge for Barca. Yeah, it was huge. And if you're thinking about back in Barcelona now, where have you been all season? Because, <laughs> because we've been telling you. I think this is still going to be a tight title race. I think it's going to be nip and tuck. And I do think that Barcelona are going to have to avoid defeat against Real Madrid at Camp Nou in March in order to secure this title. But this is what we were talking about. It's a Barcelona side that has a lot of attacking depth. It's a side that is focused on La Liga. And to be honest, needs this La Liga far more than Real Madrid. And I think that does actually play a bit of a role when you look at the way that Real Madrid, uh, Villarreal were very good last weekend and they they put Real Madrid to the sword. But if you look at the way that they turned up and uh, some of the sloppy mistakes there, Barcelona makes sloppy mistakes, but it's not for want of effort. Barcelona do have that kind of grit that they're after this season, at least. Look, they're short at the moment, minus 215 for the title. We'll see how it pans out. Obviously, they achieved that win at Atleti without Robert Lewandowski as well. I mean, we talked about uh, the pole an awful lot, and he's got a lot of goals. He's obviously massive favourite to win the Golden Boot in Spain. But that must be, you know, heartening uh, for everyone concerned with Xavi that they've managed to win such a big game without him. Yeah, I think that was a massive concern because obviously he got his band suspended against Espanyol, so he was allowed to play that much. They drew one each, and looked as bad, if not worse, as they did against Atleti against Espanyol. And so you 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 take Lewandowski out of that side and you're, you're a bit concerned about them, to be perfectly honest. But Usman Dembele was very good. And they, ha- they did have a very good half hour. They had a very good opening half hour. They looked like the team that Xavi probably wants them to be. But, but yeah, this is a side that struggles to have 90 solid minutes. But now that they have Koundé and Araujo back, pair, him with Christ- pair them with Christensen, You've got like three very solid central defenders there. And so if you have all of them on at the same time, it means Barcelona are actually more likely to be able to defend, which has been a massive problem and just six goals conceded this season. I mean, that's that's record setting pace for them. 
Uh, four picks from Rory this week. All 10 of the matches are streamed live on the Bet Rivers app. So if you've got an account, you can watch every single game in Spain across the weekend. Now, I've noted that you have swerved the teams involved in the Spanish Super Cup. Uh, Rory, they are playing in midweek in Saudi. How important is the Super Cup to those teams involved? How much do they want to win it? And obviously, you think potentially it could affect them going into the weekend games, depending what happens in their fixtures. Yes, well, if they win, so the the finals on Sunday, so there's the semi-finals Wednesday, Thursday, the finals on Sunday, so uh, we won't see Real Madrid or Barcelona in La Liga action this weekend, um, in all likelihood. And to be fair, it's, this is a competition that's it's very easy to lose. Real Madrid and Barcelona, if they win the competition, I think that's very good for them, obviously. It's a morale boost, you get an extra trophy, particularly Barcelona, if they can um, win a classical, then that would be massive for them, but but yeah, it's very easy to uh, to get knocked out by one of Valencia or Real Betis, who are the two opponents, um, and that that just causes disaster problems, crisis mode. Maybe not quite, but you're getting to to a certain state of affairs where you don't want to be in. Whereas Betis and Valencia, we've seen cup ties. We saw Stevenage put out Villa. These are these are just ties that you've got everything to win and nothing to lose. So so yeah, the big teams are there to win it but uh but yeah they don't want to have an embarrassing defeat or certainly not lose to their classical neighbors so yeah it's almost no win for them uh so no games for uh the big clubs this weekend so we have um uh, dove into other fixtures and uh, we've got an interesting one to kick off with here because we've got Virial away at Celta Vigo for your selection. Villarreal, uh, plus 165, uh, Celta Vigo plus 180, the draw plus 235, over and under mark is two and a half goals, plus 108 overs, minus 136 uh, unders. Obviously, Villarreal, very good winners um, last time out uh, when they got the better of Real Madrid. They were plus 250 when they did that. Kike Setien seems to have got the team moving in the right direction. They haven't won seven on the spin since 2014, but you're tipping them up this week to do so, Rory. Yes, and I'm I'm always a little bit reluctant if somebody has a big win to back from the week after because perhaps there's a little bit of an emotional come down. I'm always sort of wary of buying too much into the previous results, but they just played so well against Real Madrid. And if they can play half as well, because they not only beat Real Madrid, but they had three or four chances to make this two, three, four goals. They, they really did sort of put them to the sword. So if they play half as well as they did at the weekend, they should have enough to beat the Celta Vigo side. I've gone Villarreal to win, plus 165. Celta, Carlos Carvial got his first win at the weekend, last weekend on Friday night against Elche, which was big for them. They've got two clean sheets in their last three, but I just don't know if I quite buy into the Carvajal revolution yet. I mean, he's an attacking manager. I think it's clear that he's come in to try and solidify the defence first, and then he'll perhaps get a little bit more expressive with his selections and with his team. But I just don't see enough in this uh, Celta side to keep Villarreal out. And even though Villarreal are going to be an attacking side, they're going to leave a few few spaces at the back. We saw that against Real Madrid. This is a team that I, I think Raul Albiol, Juan Foyt, Pau Torres, there's enough in defence there to keep the other side out. So I think what I really like about this Villarreal side is the fact that they're kind of in like a mid-sweet spot between Unai Emery and Kike Setien. Kike Setien, free-flowing football, keep the ball, play it, touch it, pass it, that kind of thing. Unai Emery, conservative, hit on the counter, defend, be organised. So they've got that defensive organisation right now from the Emery era. Plus, 
Setien's loosened the reins a bit. He said, go play football, go have fun. Gerard Moreno was on the Ballon d'Or shortlist two years ago, and he looks like that player again at the weekend. Jeremy Pino has been off and on this season. He looks like the player that was kind of linked with 60, 70 million moves to, to Arsenal, to Spurs. And so, yeah, you get those attacking players on form again, and they could play up to their kind of potential, which at the start of the season, we said they do have a squad for top four. So, yeah, I'm going to back Villarreal here at plus 165. I just don't see enough in this Celta team to, to really cause them massive issues. Yeah, it's almost a pick and contest. We like Villarreal at plus 165 in the game that's Friday, nine o'clock local, three o'clock Eastern. So a fairly good viewing time for American betters, although it is the Friday. You'll have to sneak uh, the La Liga streaming uh, at work on your app if you can manage to do that. Uh, let's move on to Catafe against Espanyol. This is Sunday at two o'clock local, 8 a.m. Eastern in the States. Catafe plus 160, Espanyol plus 205. The draw plus 215, over and under mark on the website at least. And generally what the traders and market makers do with Bet Rivers, they will put the markup that they believe is going to be the most popular, which is over and under minus, uh, over and under one and a half, over is minus 182, under one and a half goals is plus 45. However, we're going to go the mark higher than that, Rory, because we're looking at uh, both teams to score. So we're looking for a few goals in this one. Yeah, I've gone both teams to score at plus one, two, five. And on the face of it, this is not a game that you would back for that because Hitafe, not a free scoring side. Espanyol can be hit and miss. And they certainly, they have Hossolu, who's the leading Spanish scorer. It's the Sara Award, as they call it in Spain. So he's, got nine goals this season, and but that is pretty much all of their goals. It's about half of them. So these are not two free-scoring sides, but Espanyol, they've kind of shown signs of life under Diego Martinez, but they still have that sort of dodgy defence. You saw that against Barcelona. They conceded a good few chances two weeks ago. Probably should have conceded more than one. Against Girona, they did concede two goals, even though that they played reasonably well for about 50, 60 minutes of this match. So... So, yeah, it's an Espanyol side that cannot put a complete 90 minutes together. And it's a Hatafe side that are two points clear of the relegation zone. Espanyol, I should have said, are in the relegation zone. So they're fighting for their lives. They really need this result. But, yeah, it's a Hatafe team that recruited well in the summer, but they've never really settled into a consistent pattern of form. They've never really found a groove this season. But these home games are crucial for them. I think th- those are the ones that they look to to get points. They go away from home to get points. Home games are three points. That's the way Kike Sanchez Flores operates. It's the way he was successful last season. So why have I gone both teams to score here? Espanyol have conceded in their last seven. That that on its own would be enough. But then if you look at Atafe, they've scored in nine of their 16 games this season. Out of those nine, seven of the nine games have seen both teams score where they've scored. So if Atafe can get a goal, which against this very dodgy Espanyol defence, I believe they can, then they're quite likely to concede as well. So I think this will be a game that's... Are you looking at overs? I think 1-1's a fairly likely result. Overs is a possibility if you want to head that way. But both teams to score, I think, is a bet I quite like on this one. Just because I think both teams need a result. Neither team is reliable. So yeah, one plus one two five. I think, decent odds for that. And it's a selection I'm fairly confident about. I watched a little bit of the Hatafi Sevilla game because obviously um, yourself and Alan have tipped Sevilla quite a lot over the course of the season. Unfortunately, it's not been great for us, but it was okay last weekend uh, when they managed to uh, get the better of Hatafi. I actually thought that Sevilla were hanging on a little bit and I looked at the, some of the expected goals 
uh, metrics from the game from a couple of different companies, and they had um, Sevilla ahead of Hetafe, but they did create chances, didn't they? I think Hetafe in that defeat, and, and maybe it's just Sevilla, but at one stage I thought they were hanging on a little bit. I don't know if you saw the game. Yeah, Sevilla, they're they're one of those. I don't want to compare them to Argentina because Argentina are obviously vastly better and more talented. But if you remember, they do have a lot of Argentine presence in their side. Their manager, Jorge Sampaoli, is Argentine. And if you remember Argentina, every single game they played at the World Cup, they never had a smooth game. Every game, there was going to be sort of an ordeal. So they were always likely to concede to make it tight just because that's the way that they play and they don't seem to have the emotional control to just close out a game. The Satafe side... It's got talent in it. It's it's got good players. And so I think if you give them a chance, they will sort of exploit that and they will score a goal or two. But they, they are also just unreliable. They're off form. They don't seem to have a settled sort of rhythm in their team. So so yeah, you can't just catch them on an off day. But but yeah, this is a Hatafe side that I think against a similarly out of form Sevilla side, it's one of those games where it's kind of a toss-up in a sense. I think Sevilla won, Alan tipped them to win. And I would have done the same. But yeah, this is a, they're not teams that are of such a level that you can expect like a consistent clean sheet here when no problems. There are always going to be issues. Just a quick word on Javi Pueda because I've, I've made a note about him. He scored in these last two. Is he a striker that we should note here? He's plus 950 first goal, plus 450 to score at any time for Espanyol. Is he a player going places or is he ju- just hit a bit of a lucky streak in the last couple of games? He's always been highly rated at Espanyol. He's come through the under-21 sides and the sort of lower age groups with Spain. He's pacey, he's quick, he's got good movement, but I'm not entirely sure if he has that clinical touch that makes you a standout striker. Certainly not yet. Um, and I would, if it were me, I would steer clear of putting him on as a goal scorer this weekend. That's that's absolutely fine. Don't worry about that. That's why I'm asking. Uh, Almeria against Atletico Madrid. Atleti not involved in the Spanish Super Cup. They are short price favourites. Minus money here. Uh, minus 136 to be Almeria at plus 390. The draw plus 286. This is Sunday, 4.15 local, 10.15 a.m. Eastern. If you're watching on the Bet Rivers app. Over and under, two and a half goals. Minus 112. Pick'em contest here. I keep wanting to say that Atleti were unlucky against Barcelona. Barca had uh, more of the possession. Atleti um, had more opportunities, 20 attempts, only three on target. But their form is better away from home here. Um, What's the selection, Rory? So my selection is Atleti to win over 1.5 goals, and that's plus 108 that gets you. And there's method in that kind of madness and, and method in kind of what you're saying they're better away from home there's a reason for that it's because Atleti have less of the onus on them they can sit back a little bit more teams are more likely to commit and in Almeria's case that is going to be the case because Almeria similarly they have a very good home record compared to their away record and they really sort of up the tempo the fans get behind them and they try to go at other teams at home Atleti, I'm sure that they will sit off a little bit more and I'm sure they'll be more conservative because it's a big team coming to them. But there is still that sort of onus on them as the home side to produce something for the fans. Otherwise, you enter in that kind of nerviosismo. You you, end, you get nervous, the fans are on your back because you're just clearing the ball away. So I think that suits Atleti. Almeria, as I said, decent home side, four wins on the bounce until last weekend against Real Sociedad. They lost to a better team and they were just outplayed. Atleti, like you say, they were a bit unlucky against Barcelona. And I think 
if this was before the break, if this was before the World Cup, I maybe would have steered clear of this because Atleti were so unreliable. But I actually see them in a better place right now. I see Griezmann has continued his form. Llorente against Barcelona was a problem. He was very good on the right-hand side. And that's something they've been missing for the best part of a year. Pablo Barrios, young central midfielder, 18 years old, didn't put a foot wrong against Barcelona, really. They, he's really impressive. And he, he was promising against uh, Real Oviedo in the cup. The previous week he scored against Elche in the previous game. He he was instrumental in that win as well. So, so yeah, I think there's a few elements and a few sort of green shoots to, to say that this Atleti team is on the up, but I don't want to say they're, they're going to be brilliant, but I think they're on the up. Charles Felix has, of course, departed the country, at least, even if the Chelsea deal is not yet confirmed. And I think there'll be a few in the Atleti side. There'll be Diego Simeone. Certainly will want to prove that they're not going to miss him this weekend. So, Do you think they will miss him over the course of this season? I mean, he started to hit a bit of form just before the World Cup, and then he had a fair World Cup, didn't he? And he scored since then, uh, since he's come back. I mean, will they miss him? They'll miss his quality. There's apart from Griezmann, there's nobody else in that attacking lineup that has his quality, and he will score goals. But you wonder if Diego Simeone will just be able to unite the squad a bit more without him, because it's constantly an issue that's been hanging over them. And finding a position for him, a system that works for him, is constantly a problem for him. And that's the reason that he dropped him for seven games straight in La Liga, um, in between sort of October and November. So, so yeah, I. Do I think they'll miss him? Long term, perhaps, but short term, I can't see it having a major impact on them, to be honest. So, so yeah, I do like Atleti to win here, as I was saying, over 1.5 goals. And Atleti win is plus 108. Like that one, plus 108. Atleti to win over one and a half goals in the match. Finally, Monday, 9 o'clock local, 3 p.m. Eastern. Caddies against Elche. Caddies favourites here, minus 107. Elche plus 3 40 Elche still without a league win uh, this campaign. Cadiz were the biggest price winner on the card in La Liga last weekend. They were plus 500 to beat Valencia. They won 1-0 away there unbeaten in five at home. Um, you've gone for Cadiz, but with a, a bit of a, a caveat here, Rory. Yeah, safety net. You can never... I, I'll be surprised if you see me bet on Cadiz outright to win this season just because they don't have goals in them. And that always leads me to put a safety catch on them. So, yeah, I've gone Cardiff to win or draw, plus under 2.5 goals. That comes back at minus 108. Elche have four points this season. They've got they've drawn four games. So every single team in La Liga comes into the match against Elche thinking, you have to win this. It's a necessity. There's no other result here that's that's valid for us. Equally, Elche, from their point of view, will probably look at this game and be like, this is one of the few games we might actually get something. So, so they'll be fired up for it and I think that there's a possibility that they take a point but but yeah this caddy side as I say they lack goals but they're coherent you can see what they're trying to do they have a strategy and a system it tends to be fairly defensive I think the fact that Elche whether Elche sort of come on to them or whether Elche try and sit back as well that plays a factor in this match and it, it could sort of work against caddy if Elche do try and hit them on the counter but I think at home Monday night, this is a caddy side that, as you say, really sort of celebrated that win against Valencia last weekend. They were, they were, yeah, jumping on each other. There was people sort of sinking to their knees. There's a lot of, it's, it's a very much an us against them mentality with caddy. And I think against an Elche side that 
probably just doesn't have the motivation because they know they're relegated, I think. There's there's no chance of them coming back. So, so yeah, a caddy side that needs this against an Elche side that probably wants to take some points here but doesn't really have too much on the line. I like caddies to get results um, and I don't think there'll be many goals because, as I say, neither side has a goal scorer. So I think 2-2 is unlikely, 2-1 probably unlikely, 2-1-1 you might see, but caddies to win would probably be my bet if I could trust them. But I put that safety net in there, so that's minus one away to get you back. Uh, you mentioned they haven't got a goal scorer. Caddis, of course, without Lucas Perez uh, these days because he's gone to help Depo. Just tell us the story about this because it's a nice story from Lucas, who uh, I did meet when he was at Arsenal a few years ago. Lovely fella. And, um, you know, this is uh, an interesting, wasn't he? Because I presume he's taking a significant pay cut here. Tell us a story. Not just taking a pay cut. I think overall he'll be losing money on this. Because he's so, had yeah. to, you tell us, he's had to buy out of his contract, I presume? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it is an incredible sort of heartwarming fairy tale football story. I mean, Lucas Perez is, is playing for Cardiff. He's expressed a desire to go back to his hometown club, which is Depor, and he's he's had a couple spells there. But uh, yeah, at the age of thirty-four, he's bought himself out of his Cardiff contract to the tune of nearly half a million euros. Which, I mean, I know he's a footballer. I know he's played for Arsenal, but that's that's not insignificant for Lucas Perez. And so, so yeah, he's he is the man of the moment in uh, A Coruña, which is where Depp were located. And they had their biggest attendance of the season uh, last weekend to come out and see him. It was, I think it was over, I think it was about 24, 25,000 fans in the third division. So that just tells you that this is a, a Maradonian figure now for, for Depp or he is. Yeah, he's come home, he's paid his way out of his contract to come and fulfill the fairy tale and get them back up to the second division because, uh, yeah, this is the death war that he grew up with in the Champions League. So, yeah, hopefully he can get them some of the way back up towards that. Scored a couple on his debut as well. I was looking for prices last weekend on the Bet Rivers website, but they didn't offer any prices for third tier games. So, I'm going to have to put a call into the trade <laughs> to see if we can change that. Uh, so, anyway, we like Cadiz to win or draw and under two and a half goals at uh, 108. That is the selection from Rory in the Cadiz Elches game, which is on Monday. Now, we're not going to run through the tips on screen as such, but I will list them for you. We've had too many people scrolling to the end and just rattling off the tips and not listening to the um, reasoning from our handicappers. This is the handicappers league table that we can show you. As you can see, Liga plus 12.06, uh, the Premier League plus 10.61. Nigel and the boys doing well. Serie A inching up to plus 8.78. Champions League not returned just yet. Portuguese top flight going well. La Liga, well, we've added a little bit from last week. We are minus 6.51. Uh, Europa League is minus 7.67. Of course, that is yet to return. Let's just remind you of Rory's selections and I will just uh, read them out for you here rather uh, than put them on screen so no one can cheat. You've got to listen to us now. I know it's painful for some, but hopefully it won't be for most. So, Celta Vigo against Villarreal. Villarreal to win plus 165. Uh, in the Hatafe espanol game, we like both teams to score. Uh, plus 125. Um, Atleti away at Almeria. Atleti to win. And over one and a half goals, plus one away. And in the Monday night game, which is three o'clock Eastern, uh, Rory likes Cadiz to win or draw and under two and a half goals. And just remind Rory, uh, the big teams will not be playing regardless this weekend because they're involved in the Spanish Super Cup. I mean, do, do we expect a Barcelona-Real Madrid final in that one? 
Probably, although Barcelona play Betis and Betis will be up for it. And I can, it's not a Barcelona side that's playing well, but they do have Lewandowski back. So, uh, see, so yeah, I do expect it to be a classical final, probably, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily stake money on Barcelona. Real Madrid, they'll probably be fairly short priced against Valencia. So it's maybe worth a look if you can see if you can get some value out of that. Um, but yeah, this is a Valencia side that is not in form. So, uh, uh, yeah, Real Madrid would be my my backing out of the semis. And then I'd probably bet Real Madrid to win the whole thing, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, Real Madrid are lean towards for the Super Cup, but maybe just a watching brief if you want to get involved in that one. Of course, prices are up on the Bet Rivers website and on the app. Rory, many thanks for your company. Once again, we'll speak again in a few weeks' time. That wraps up the betting weekly extra time La Liga edition for this week. I wish you well over the course of the weekend. Stay close to all of our content at because we win. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.